This is Chapter 57 of the WCBS Author Talks podcast. I'm Lisa Chernkovich. The Queen of Suspense, Mary Higgins Clark, is back with her 51st book. Then we'll hear about the positive new book from former America's Next Top Model contestant, B.C. Hatch. In her 43-year career, Mary Higgins Clark has written over 50 books. Yes, 5-0. Her latest novel is I've Got My Eyes on You, and it's exactly the kind of read that's earned her the nickname The Queen of Suspense. Full disclosure, I've been a fan for years and ask that you forgive my little fangirl moment at the end of our interview. How do you keep coming up with all this exciting material book after book? I've been blessed. <laughs> I have an evil mind, I guess, because I can pick out of a newspaper, hey, that would make a book. Uh, or I hear something and it just teases me. So I've been very blessed that the ideas have come to me and then I start developing the characters and then realize I have potentially a good story here. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about the story in I've Got My Eyes on You? Yes, well, it's set in Saddle River, New Jersey, which is a very upscale town. And the parents are away for the weekend. And the 18-year-old throws a party, which is what every parent is worried about, what will happen when they're not there. But the parents come in and the house is an absolute mess with glasses and vodka bottle and beer bottles all over. And the oldest sister, who has just come back from London, goes outside onto the patio and she looks down and there is her 18-year-old sister on the floor of the pool and not moving. Well, of course, it's immediate 911, and what happens then? Who killed Carrie? There was a blow on her head, so the, the prosecutor immediately says this was not an accident. So that it's not only the death, but it's also the fact that it was a deliberate blow that killed her. And, of course, immediately the investigation takes place, and... Aileen, who was just returned from London after four years away, her her fiancé had died, and she's finally ready to come home and start a new life. She comes home to see her baby sister in this terrible situation, and her mother virtually destroyed. She feels she has to help the detective on the job to see if she can help him learn who did it. And since she's a guidance counselor, she's in touch with many of the kids who had been at the party. What is it about suspense novels that are so enticing, not only to read, but in your case, to write? Well, the very first short story I ever sold for $100, I thought I had died and gone to heaven because it had been rejected a lot. But it was a suspense story. And I realized I liked suspense. I did do my one book that was, uh, my one published book was about George Washington and Martha, and it sold nothing. So I looked at my bookshelves and realized how much I enjoyed reading suspense. 
And I thought, I wonder if I could write a suspense story. And that became Where Are the Children? So I was definitely on my way to suspense. Now, you're still going strong at 90. Happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. How do you do it? Well, I've been blessed with the fact that I still enjoy writing very much. And I certainly am healthy. And I haven't had the desire to wrap it up. Of course, if I did a book that I didn't think was was good, I wouldn't publish it. I couldn't do that. But so far, I've enjoyed the the writing of it, the getting into it, finding the characters, and it's a very satisfying way to to live. People say, "Why are you still writing?" I said, "For two very good reasons: a, I love to write, and b, I get well paid for writing." <laughs> <laughs> and I think those are two good reasons. I can't argue with that. I know you've got a lot more planned for this year. Uh, what can we expect? Well, the one that comes out in November, I wrote with Althea, which is under the Under Suspicion series we have done together. And it's been very popular. So the latest one will be coming out in November. We're just wrapping it up right now. And after that, it will be all right. What story do I want to tell? I just want to wrap up by saying your book All Around the Town was my first foray into the world of suspense novels when I was 12 or 13. And I want to say thank you for writing so many wonderful thriller novels that have provided so many hours of enjoyment. And I look forward to each and every other book you have coming out. (laughs) Well, that is very kind. And thank you very much. It's so nice to be with you again. We rarely feature kids' books on this podcast, but we're making an exception for Beyond Pretty by B.C. Hatch. The former model recently stopped by our studios to tell me about her alphabet book that encourages readers to view girls as more than a pretty face. So I love the premise of your book. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Um, Well, I wrote the book uh, because I feel like little girls always get told, you're so pretty, or that dress is so cute, or you have such cute little curls, or look at her eyes. And things that tend to center for girls around image and their physical attributes. And a lot of times, because of that, we forget to tell them things like, you're strong, and you're smart, and you know, you're brave, or you're courageous. And when you forget that, and you only focus on one thing, they're not hearing that. So they start to only see their importance as physical beauty and they then don't feel like their other things are as important to us and therefore they don't focus on them. Where did the inspiration to put this into a book for kids come from? Um, I actually, someone had given my daughter a onesie that said pretty in bright pink sparkly letters. And I sort of groaned when I saw it and I was like, ooh. And uh, I had some fabric paint and I added strong. And then I was like, hmm. And it just sort of clicked in my head and I was like, pretty strong, pretty smart, pretty. And it kind of came from there. And it's interesting, too, because of your background, your career in modeling. Is it something you you, you like felt uniquely because of all that? Um, I think that probably contributed to it. I don't think it was solely because of that. Uh, however, I noticed, especially in the industry, that a lot of times 
people don't think that you can also be smart and pretty. And people would be like shocked if you said a half like, halfway smart thing. And if you're telling little girls that there's societal um, uh, feeling exists, that you can't be both those things and you're constantly telling them they're pretty, then they're gonna feel like, well, if I'm pretty, then I'm obviously not smart because pretty and smart doesn't exist together. So it felt important to highlight that you can be that and also everything else. So in the book we have, it's an alphabet book. Yes. And there's a word that goes with every letter and it's pretty ambitious, pretty brave. How long did it take you to come up with that list? Um, It took a few weeks, I think, uh, overall. Initially what we had done was we had started doing more than one uh, word for each letter. And then the flow of the book wasn't, it was getting too wordy for small children. And as soon as we decided to pick one word for each, um, it came together a lot faster. I did have to utilize the internet to come up with some of them and sort of go through to not just repeat the same uh, meaning in different words and not just say one thing all the way through, uh, which is why some of, we have some larger words in there like gregarious or magnanimous. and then I actually learned the word xenial from <laughs> finding a word for X, which was very, very hard to find a positive word that began with X. And I guess I mean, we're not really giving anything away, but Z proved a little bit of a problem too, right? Yes, it did. It was, that, was, that was a tough one. So who do you envision is the audience for this book? Is it just girls or is it everyone? I, I think it's for everyone because I think little boys should also know that, you know, girls are more than pretty and that... You know, they should see these things in them and not be like, oh, well, you can't be brave because you're a girl or you can't be this because you're a girl. And it's important for all little kids to see all the different attributes and to take the time to recognize those and see that in their peers and compliment that in their peers. And we're living in a day and age where this kind of messaging is really like coming to a head, coming to a forefront. And you always have people who are critics who say, oh, come on, really? Do we really have to be doing this? Where's the book for boys? Yeah. What do you say to people who who may feel that way? When they say, where's the book for boys? um, You know, the thing is, within children's literature, there is a great lack of positive female role models. There have been a lot of books in the past few years to help fill that void, but the percentage is so minimal that the reason there isn't these books for boys um, is because there already are. We don't need to write them because there are tons of superheroes and tons of positive little boy characters that embody all these things when little girls have the books where they're the princess or the mom for the female character. And we don't need to reiterate that over and over again to them because they have that. So it's adding to this for girls because to kind of level that field and fill that void that exists. I wanna talk a little bit too about the illustrations that accompany it. They're very cool, they're very different. How did that side of the book come up? Um, Victor, who I spoke with, had been an old roommate of mine out in LA and when I had the idea, uh, I'd known that he had majored in illustration and I called him and we sort of discussed it and we wanted to go with very classical illustration style because um, we wanted it to feel more timeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he sort of, we wanted to make sure that we were all inclusive. Uh, so we didn't want it just to be one type of thing. And he also wanted to make sure that he steered clear of doing sort of like Disney character 
fine featured little girls. He wanted it to encompass that all little girls are pretty inside and out and that they all look different ways and that that's an amazing thing too. And he also uh, hid some little things in there for the parents, like uh, for O, where she's organized, there's a little box in the top that's titled Not Fun and just little quirky (laughs) hidden images that you can find and laugh at. I'm going to have to go back and look because I totally missed those my first read through. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you want to say about the book? Um, I would just say, you know, take it to heart and read it to your little girls. And I like that they does have some larger vocabulary, which I think extends it some into early readers as well as just being an ABC book uh, and that it gives those definitions and helps them learn new words and new ideas about it. So it doesn't just have to be for little kids that are just learning their ABCs. It extends a bit beyond that and it can be utilized as a teaching tool and a learning tool and something to sort of help us all see this side of little girls. And now that you've done this, are there plans for any other books? There are. I'm actually working on one. Um, I've written the rough draft. Uh, I've just spoken to a friend uh, this morning, actually, about illustrating it. Um, it's called A um, a Dot Named Girl. And it, it'll be very interesting. So I'm sensing like a little bit of a theme in what you want to write about and get out there. Yeah, for right now, I think I'm going to try to focus in the vein, and maybe that comes from having a daughter, um, of girl power sort of books that should help fill that void in the market. I know I can get behind that. BC Hatch, the book is Beyond Pretty. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. That's our show. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed putting it all together. We've got a few things cooking for next week, including a sneak peek of this year's Thriller Fest. To find out more, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WCBS880Books. And if you want to say hi, email me at lisat at WCBS880.com. That's L-I-S-A-T at WCBS880.com.